Um, we're going to do it, as Andy said, uh, this, today is going to be different. Um, it's going to be a bit of a commissioning uh, service, if you like. Uh, we're in the middle of a series on the Holy Spirit, on the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, um, and today, it's about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say at the beginning, we are really, really aware that the last 18 months, we don't want to keep going on about it, but every week we hear more stories uh, of how the last 18 months have taken a lot out of many people. Uh, we know that in the country, we know that in Watford, and we know that in this church. And we're really aware that there are a number of folk who've, um, who have had hurt and pain over the last 18 months, and for one reason or another haven't been able to process it. And uh, some of it's been anxiety, some of it has been the, the lockdowns and, and actually finding a number of folk finding it really hard to come up for air and not feel, this is weird, I'm with lots of other people. Uh, and also, a number of folk who have, uh, who have missed things, who have had losses in this time. Maybe, maybe folk who have died, maybe have got ill, maybe all sorts of things. And it's been particularly hard. And I've heard now quite a few times folks saying, you know what, I'm struggling in my relationship with God uh, because of the pain. I'm struggling to really be open to him. And uh, we're aware that, that that's a little pattern for some. Well, we long that today, maybe for those of you that are in that place, uh, part of an answer. Uh, because when the Holy Spirit is given, everything changes. He is the spirit of life. And uh, the obvious passage to go to, oh, by the way, um, I'm going to talk for 15 minutes, no longer. It's 11.59. I think I started 11.57. 11.57. Oh, 07 is 10 minutes. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12. So I'm going to finish by 12.12. 12, and we're going to have a lot of time for prayer. I'm saying that to you. I, I finished at the 9.15. And I'm not boasting. I, I, this, I say this in all humility. I finished one minute early. Thank you. Thank you for your encouragement. I appreciate the enthusiasm not. Um, the obvious passage to go to would be uh, Acts chapter 2, the day of Pentecost. But I want to start uh, in another passage, uh, which is uh, in John chapter 20. It's what is known as the Johannine Pentecost. And we read this, Jesus has just risen from the dead. He appears to his disciples. And in verse 21, we read this. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, I love this passage. It it, um, it balances out Acts chapter 2. They, they emphasize slightly different things. But in this, this is, this is about tenderness and this is about intimacy. And when Jesus was saying, uh, uh, receive the Holy Spirit as he breathed, it was deliberate. It, he was deliberately alluding to creation. And when God breathed on Adam, breathed into his nostrils, 
and Adam came alive. And this is the recreation. This is, this is, this is coming alive in a whole new way. And, and in the first creation, I imagined for years that the way God, God breathed into Adam's nostrils, because he's far away and he's a big God and the, the earth has just been created and there's Adam, he's just been from the dust and everything, he's, he's there, that God got a big, big, big funnel, a big tube. And God was somewhere between Mars and Venus, somewhere in the heavens, and he blew down that funnel and the other end was attached to Adam's nose and mouth and suddenly Adam came alive when God blew and, and it was millions of miles away. Well, of course, that's nonsense. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know where I get half the stuff I get from, to be honest. But, uh, but do you know what happened was God breathed the kiss of life. It was the breath of life. It was a kiss of life. And he breathed into Adam. And it was an act of intimacy. It was an act of love. It wasn't something that was simply functional. It was, it was when, when, when you give birth, somewhere there's an act of love. When there's a, it, and, and for God, it's an act of love. And so Jesus was referring to that. When he breathed on his disciples and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is given for a number of reasons. Uh, the Holy Spirit is given to give us power to be witnesses. That's what it says in Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit is given uh, that we might grow the fruit of the life of Jesus, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc. To, to be more like Jesus. The Holy Spirit is given uh, to remind us of the things that Jesus said to us and to bring it all to life. There's a number of reasons the Holy Spirit is given, but number one, that he, he, the Holy Spirit's given uh, to, to release the gifts of the Spirit to us, that we might function in, in, in those ways. But the, the most important reason, the number one reason, the, the, the greatest reason is he is given to reveal Jesus and to reveal the Father. That's why, more than anything else, all the rest counts, all the rest is good, all the rest is necessary, but the Holy Spirit is given to reveal the Father and the Son. That is what he loves to do. It's what he loves to do. And it's what Jesus loves to happen, that we would come close and that we would know his nearness to us. And that's what we're going to do in a few minutes. We're going to pray for all of you that want prayer. And we hope it will be all of you. We're going to take, we're going to have, we're going to leave 45 minutes so that we can get round all of you. Now, if you don't want prayer, we're not going to force you, okay? We don't do that in this church. Uh, but we may... We may have a couple outside and um, they might get you, whether you, no, I'm joking. We're not going to force you. But if you would like, we would love, we would love to pray for everyone because we, we need that intimacy. What's the difference? It's the difference between knowing about someone and knowing them. 
It's the difference between knowing someone describing the colour of someone's hair, how tall they are, what sort of clothes they wear, what their sense of humour is like. Then you know about someone. When you read a good novel that's very descriptive, you feel you know the character. Well, that's knowing about, but it's moving from that, knowing about Jesus, to actually knowing him, to actually knowing who he is, knowing his love. Not hearing about his love, but his love coming deep, deep, deep inside of you. And that only happens by the Holy Spirit. That's why as a church, we we never want to move beyond this. Because he always, always, always brings us close to Jesus and the Father. And if you're here and you've been struggling, if you're here and, and there's pain... God, by his spirit, wants to come to that place and he wants to reveal the love of God in that place, right in that place, that God is there. He is nearer to you than you imagine, especially if you don't feel very near to him. Now, some of you, you'll be thinking, here's some of the reasons why people think, no, no, not me, not me. The the first one is, um, I've messed up. I'm not good enough. Yeah, Looking at you, I can tell that's true. (laughs) Just like Peter, he messed up, completely messed up. Just before Jesus went to the cross, he absolutely denied him, betrayed him three times. Three times. It It may be that you feel that you haven't got enough faith that you're full of doubts, that maybe particularly the last 18 months have left you wondering, what, what do I believe? And, and, and all of that. Well, if that's the case, you're, you're just like Thomas. Thomas was full of doubts all the way through. And he wasn't able to say a positive comment, it seems to me. It may be that you feel like Simon the Zealot and you feel disappointed with Jesus. Why did all this happen? If God, God if, you, if, you're, if you love me and you're Lord, how could all these things have happened to me? Well, Simon the Zealot felt like that because the Zealots believed that the Messiah would come and overthrow the occupying Roman power. And Jesus came and he didn't do it like that. Well, Peter and Thomas and Simon were there on the day of Pentecost. They didn't deserve it, but full of grace, God filled them with his presence. And we don't deserve it, but it's never, ever, ever on that basis. It's the goodness and the grace and the love and the mercy and the compassion of God. He comes to fill us. And we want to move forward in serving him. But it first comes from sitting at his feet. I've got three minutes left. Three minutes. Now this is getting tense. Um, And I'll just say this. What we're going to do, I'll I'll say this. What we're going to do is in a few moments, uh, the pastors of the church are going to come and stand right here at the front all along. And they're all going to have... a vial of oil, anointing oil, that Johnny stole from the cathedral. And I'm glad you're here because he nicked it. It, it, it says CHR, which 
means chrism, I think. But he stole loads of these from the cathedral. And uh, we want to anoint you um, with this oil. Now, there's nothing magic about the oil. It's a symbol. It's a symbol of um, the oil represents uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Uh, they anointed, they, we anoint with oil for healing. Um, and, uh, and so we want to just put a, anoint you with a, a, a cross on your forehead. And then we're going to pray that the Holy Spirit fills you. We're going to begin by being still and inviting the Holy Spirit to come. And then after a while, we're going to invite any, any of you that want to, which I hope will be everyone, if you would like, to come and the team, we will pray for you. And we will worship the Lord as we're doing that. The band will come up and we will worship Jesus as we're doing that. If you're new, you can come. If you don't yet know Jesus, what a wonderful way to meet him. Because the Holy Spirit will introduce you to him. Um, if you feel you've messed up, there is mercy. If you feel broken, there is healing. He is here. Jesus is here. And he pours out his spirit. Yes, that we might have power to witness, that we might have power to tell others about him, that we might have power to live lives for him. But the power comes from the presence. God's power comes from his presence. And we want to soak in his presence.